2022, three years in the making, the last one 2019, as I've been saying for every interview uh, over the weekend uh, and I've got to say, what an absolute pleasure uh, to be talking to oh, the main man, the founder, one of the founders of the Defenders of Party Slam, defending Party Slam for over 10 years, yeah, over a over decade a decade, indeed Chris Clankenstein, got to get that in <laughs> the driving, thumping <laughs> base force of Party Cannon, Chris, how are you doing? Good man, good to be here. Surreal to be here, to be honest, but happy nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, mate, indeed. Uh, so um, the journey to Techfest, it's uh, up album release beginning of the year, gigs here, there, and everywhere, and then odd little festival slot, and then here you are, Techfest. How did how did the uh, the Techfest gig come about then? Well, when it was the video for Danny Filth I've got to come yeah, to that street yeah, fight. Yeah, that yeah. is just awesome. That. I, was, I was doing I was doing my whole annoying Facebook spamming thing. Spam this forum, that forum, that group. Then I just got a message from something like, You need to be on a festival. I'm like, What festival do you want? Like, UK Tech Fest. Like, What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, man. I mean, it's your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was awesome. It's, awesome. it's good for us to be here because it's nice that we're a band that can get this kind of disgusting underground music yeah. out to a kind of yeah. wider audience. Yeah. I think there may be people at this festival who maybe wouldn't listen to us on like a Bro Death playlist or come to a Bro Death gig to see us. But since we're on this festival, no, probably because of the time of day. It's like, only one band playing. I'm at the festival anyway. Well, actually, maybe I like this stuff or maybe yeah. I don't. Either way, it's a good way to leave impressions on people. Yeah. So, grateful, grateful for an opportunity. It's yeah. fun. But the thing is, about Islam, it's like yesterday, um, Volvidinia from South Africa played. Yeah, uh, you know, definitely. And, oh, my God, just uh, absolutely brutal. And then it's like people say, oh, well, it's, you know, get the idea that Techfest is all about sort of UK, sort of like tech, gen, prog tech. And it's not because we've got... Over the years, and I've been coming for ten years, some seriously heavyish yeah, bands. Yeah. And it's great to see you guys coming here as well, like bringing it this weekend. Because Volvidinia last night absolutely slaughtered it. And they I know do, that man. you will definitely. <laughs> Fingers crossed, man. Don't want to disappoint anyone, but yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll go down well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, Volumes of Vomit released in January. Uh, obviously, I mean, I've been doing one or two sort of bits talking about it as well. Uh, and uh, I believe in Danny Phil that video where was the idea for like he was doing Street Fighter and, Sorry, and who did it how did that come about so the guy who did it is our friend Bailey who runs Scapegoat TV he's been our video guy for the past year unfortunately he would be here but unfortunately he's got some uh, pretty severe health conditions at the moment so we're oh, right, okay. hoping for him in a moment yeah. but just around time he was just animating these like uh, Street Fighter type cells like 8-bit animation 16-bit animation and he's like oh since you've got a song with Danny Phil just edited Danny Phil for Street Fighter game and we're like this would make a good music video, yeah. like it's the whole thing, because obviously, like, oh, we're all like actors or anything, <laughs> and with COVID and things, it's kind of hard to kind of get loads of people together to make like a video. Yeah, like, oh, that's a good idea. So, he spent six months straight like animating that, oh, like, like, even before an album's out, even before an album's like fucking properly mixed and mastered. Yeah. He was working on that. So, we just kind of gave him some ideas. He just ran through it. It's like filled with like Scotch references, like Party Cannon lore and stuff. Like, yeah. he's absolutely jam packed that full, which is a little Easter eggs. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, even the character select screen is full of friends and stuff, so it's, it's so good, oh, man. That's cool. Because so cool. I love it when the plane's sort of flying across and it's going like, as if it's going to go to China and then, so, then it just all comes back to Scotland. Yeah, it just always, always goes back to Scotland. It's always Scotland, man. But it's good. Like, 
there's lots of Scottish landmarks in there like there's fights outside Bannon's Bar and there's the Barrowlands and there's like the George Scourge statue and things yeah it's amazing man like he's absolutely crushed it yeah yeah that's a great so was that sort of one of the the catalysts then for you sort of them noticing that video and then thinking like let's have party cannon at Tech Fest and is that how that came about I, believe, I think so man like I, I Simon works in his own way, I'm guessing. Does, he, yeah, he's does, a mastermind yeah, yeah. investor. <laughs> he always works in his own way. But it's when I shared that video to the UK Tech Fest group is when I got an email. So yeah. I'm kind of like... There's a link there. Maybe, maybe. Like, <laughs> and when that came out, I think more people started kind of being like, oh, fuck, party can. This video's ridiculous. So, oh, I think we turned a few heads that yeah. one. So maybe I liked it. But yeah, man. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I may be talking about last year as well, uh, you were sort of brought in the, uh, to the... Uh, to the for for uh, raw as it were with the bloodstock show yeah that was just <laughs> ridiculous totally uh, that was a big guard for us because obviously yeah. had to pull out because of covid and things but yeah i think getting on that lineup kind of made some people like notice a bit more because obviously yeah. it was more of a underground uk metal lineup that year just yeah. with covid and obviously we've been around uk underground scene for a while yeah so when people were on it i think we were hyped like fuck i never thought to see Paragon on a stage like that and from there, kind of hype reaction, it kind of spread. They're like, oh, people are talking about this band, Party Cannon. Yeah. And just kind of word of mouth kind of went around. Then, like, the BBC were asking to, us to, like, be involved in documentary things in there. People were messaging me every day, being like, oh, I'm bringing flavors to the set. Then, week before, COVID. How do I pull out? So, yeah. That was, like, our... But it was, like, a real eye-opener. I went, cool, right? People are actually interested in the band and a kind of wider audience. So it's time to take on proper management and booking agents yeah. who can actually push us to these people. Yeah. So that was, a, that was definitely like a shifting point. That was like a pivotal point in the past 10 years of Barricane, I think. Yeah, because I think if there, was, there was that sort of big sort of discussion around it. And then, but then obviously, you're there this year in a few weeks. Definitely, man. It's going to be good. On tour of Gore as oh, well. I was going to come to that as well. Because, I mean, I remember seeing sort of uh, Gwar oof, maybe 15 or so years ago uh, in uh, at the Bradford Rios venue, wow. which is like shut down. Probably, probably in like yeah, 15, 20 years ago even. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, touring with Guar. That's insane, man. It's absolutely insane. Like, I remember when I got the email from Andrew, like, oh, you've been offering a tour of Guar. Like, I had, like, put the phone down and stand up, and, like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what am I? Like, I was, like, oh, like so similar. Like, go outside and walk around, and, like, right. Now to deal with this problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I saw Guar, like, as a teenager. I remember seeing it at the, I think it was the O2 Academy in Glasgow. Yeah. Or it might be called the Carlin Academy at that point. After the set, and there was, like, an inch thick pool of fake blood, like, on the floor. It was incredible, man. Yeah, I, even before we got the offer, I always said to the guys at Party Cannon, like, if we had the budget, we would just be gore with Slam from Sonic. That's how I want Party Cannon live to be like. <laughs> Bringing out the big cannons, just spraying semen and blood yeah. into the crowd, that's it, chopping off President Zed's guts. Exactly, man. Like, so, it's quality. Yeah, that's what we want. It's like fun. That's, that's it. That's what we, that's what we miss in, uh, in live stage sets. We only get that whenever Guar come to the UK. <laughs> so, you know. But I'm surprised because some of the venues are quite sort of smaller venues. I think that some of them maybe don't realise how big the costumes are for yeah, Guar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing, like... I looked at some venues like all like 500 to 1,000 cap, which obviously for Gore is a bit smaller, but uh, I think it goes around Bloodstock since that's like the big festival in China. Yeah, yeah. To smaller, right? But we're playing the main stage of the garage in Glasgow, and that's like one of the bigger venues yes. in Glasgow, and that's like for Gore, that's probably not a big deal, but for us, that's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a band like us from the firm should never be playing like a stage <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> I've seen like fucking. Huge bands. I've seen the Cavalier Conspiracy. I've seen the Black Diamond and stuff there, man. I've seen yeah. like, in, like big bag bands like a big frog metal. Yeah. There. So I've seen ingested there. Like it's insane. Yeah. It's insane, man. Yeah. So. And, then, and then you are yeah. uh, walking in there, sort of walking in their shoes and appearing at uh, at the garage. Toy totally, man. Like, oh guys, that's gonna be a good one. 
even if we everyone hates us there, it's just gonna be nice to know we did it. Like we fucking <laughs> brought our stupid noisy music from the tournament and we at one point played the main stage in carriage in Glasgow. <laughs> Life down, I still. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I mean, in terms of uh, that, you know, the, the music that you've been involved in, in terms of uh, yeah, defending defending for <laughs> over twelve years, uh, is, is that sort of um, the, the driver? Has it always been that sort of like you know, the sort of the blast beat, blast beats, heavy, everything as heavy as shit? Is it technical and deathcore, yeah, yeah. doom? Straight up, man. Like it's always been about pushing it. I've always been like being a bro metal band, yeah. being a gore grind band, just kind of taking it as heavy as possible because we're all in like local bands before yeah, and that's how we kind of came to like, know each other I was in like a kind of like technical water death metal band thing fucking singing in high school the rest of the guys I'm mean, just kind of death fresh bands and the reason we knew each other is because we played a few gigs there but when we got talking like oh it turns out we're all into dying fetus and discord yeah. stuff like holy fuck there's other people <laughs> into formal like music this is the stuff I want to play like I'm only like really in this band because that's all people want to play yeah. but I found these guys like this can happen yeah. we can actually make like Bro, death metal. <laughs> this is actually going to happen. Were they about the only other five in Dunfermline that liked it then? That you know, let's do yeah. a band. It's like, I see in two ways. Like, is it fate that we all kind of live pretty much in the same street, oh, or it's right. like, yeah, it's like really walking distance. Like, we had two guitars, a vocalist, a bassist, and a drummer in walking distance. Is it fate, or it's over? Or it's just like, oh, or this is what we're stuck with. Is it going to happen? It has to be this way. Obviously, uh, two of the members from the left now and kind of moved on, but yeah, it's yeah. definitely like the stepping stone. If it wasn't through them, we'd definitely not be playing here right now yeah. we would definitely not go out there and play like release our shitty demos or play the first shitty gigs or anything like that but yeah it's definitely like a kind of stars aligned moment it's like yeah. I can't believe there's five people in the same radius maybe I know who fucking Discord channel yeah, like, yeah. I've heard a Devourment song so what about sort of uh, Party Cannon then sort of stretching their reach in, uh, in other realms Europe US as well so. yeah well we just got back from the US yep. uh, this year for the third time and yeah it's always been great and the US has always been very welcoming to us yeah US always gets a bad rep for being kind of difficult to get into and difficult to tour around but once you're there it's amazing people yeah. are very friendly and the crowds are usually great uh, quite hospitable and stuff people come up they buy merch and are really grateful to see you there we're grateful to be there and just be around people it's just an amazing experience it's a whole different world from touring Europe or yeah. the UK man it's an incredible place obviously Europe's amazing as well it's like the mecca for like bro death metal like yeah. gigs are great very supportive you're treated very well by promoters I think the first field we went uh, we went to Asia in 2019 and yeah. that was like a, worth, like a world changing experience <laughs> I never expected it I'm one of those people who are just like obsessed with Japan so to finally play Japan yeah like two gigs in Japan was incredible all the gigs were really busy we were sporting a band called Waking Endeavor it was like the reunion tour you probably remember from like MySpace or something but oh, right. we kind of <laughs> got back together and toured Asia we got to be support every gig was like near enough sold out and uh, people were coming up like all this party kind of merch I had no idea he owned like yeah. Asked to sign everything. Like, I took so many pictures in one night in the Philippines. Like, yeah. we played a Tuesday night in the Philippines in a pool hall to 400 people, and I took so many pictures of people that I could see like splotches in their eyeline. <laughs> like, like, fuck, this is surreal. Like, people were, like, yeah, it was amazing. It was like super high, high experience. People are very happy to be there. We're very grateful we had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. get back there. But, yeah, it's been been surreal. Starting out a fucking brutal death metal band in Dunfermline, a place known as heard from, heard of ever, and then. Going and playing those gigs, having yeah. people actually like say, "I give a fuck about the band." Yeah, yeah. So, it's definitely not something to take for granted. It's something very grateful to be doing. Yeah. Because uh, you know how like fickle like music can be. People just stop giving a fuck like a day later. People like, "Oh, party can It's not funny anymore." Like, fuck it. Yeah. So I'm glad to be here twelve years later, still doing this in my fucking spare time. Like, yeah, indeed. And you just mentioned merch there. Obviously, looking on your socials, uh, that you are the uh, poster boy of Party Cannon. Sure, I'm like fucking. <laughs> Yeah, if you order merch from our website, it'll be me that deals with it. I fucking post it out. Like, 
Yeah. But also, you are the man that's sort of adorning the new party kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Buff and ripped, and you're like, yes, doing your catalogue pose like that, yeah. and pointing. <laughs> go, on, go, on, keep it in the house. It's an order game. Like, this is going to be a guy handling your stuff. If you're okay with that, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what does the sort of uh, the rest of the year look like for you? Then, obviously, uh, tour with Guar. Is there? Are you, you know, are you a band that's sort of like constantly trying to do bits of new music and? Yeah, I think we're really focused on doing a third album now. Yep. So after this, we'll go to Slovenia to play Melodies. That's in like two weeks' time. Yep. Then to tour of Guar, start of August, that's includes Bloodstock and stuff. A week after Guar, we headline Riffest in Bolton. That's going to be a fun one. I've heard good things about yeah, Riffest. Then we play a festival in the Netherlands, which is in a big forest, and that's going to be cool. We've got one more gig to announce between then and now, but between Holland, uh, we end in Berlin Death Fest and start of October. The day before that, we've got a UK gig to announce, so that'll be a good one. Right. A really good lineup. Then it's folks on the third down, get back to tour next year. Hopefully, have some cool stuff behind the scenes about ah, that to announce at some point. Okay. Yeah, so that'd be good. Usually, we've been trying to release albums, but it always kind of ends up being EPs EP, or splits. Yeah, it's been EPs, yeah. Just because yeah. we get good like touring opportunities and stuff, right? We're not going to have an album out of any quality out in time for this tour, so let's just work on these five songs we've got, yeah. have a release under some kind of hype, come back, work on the album. Never good tour offer. Let's just put that as a split, come back, and work on the album. Obviously, COVID was devastating for the planet, but I actually gave it a lot of time to finally finish like an album. Because <laughs> our, our first album came out seven years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's how long it's taken us to get fucking nine songs like, together <laughs> and just have and at one point and get them recorded. <laughs> I mean, that is interesting. That, but in terms, I mean, you've had a few EPs out and, and the split, as you say, there, and then obviously uh, uh, volumes of vomit uh, earlier this year. But you can't, you can't pass up on those opportunities, though, can you? When no, definitely not. Especially in our scene, I think the way to do it is to keep yourself active. Always, always to have something to do to post about. Always, like, obviously, social media is key. You need to have content to keep pushing. Yeah. So if we're going on a tour. We need to talk about the tour. We can post things on the tour. People keep seeing us. You see us on gig posters and stuff like that. Obviously, all sticks out. So as long as we have things like that to keep going. You keep the machine going, or else yeah, people yeah. might forget about you. Because obviously, like, bedroom production is like at a certain level right now, where hype bands just appear and disappear overnight. Yes, like on like blogs, like Slam Worldwide and stuff. So people just forget about you in an instant. Yeah, and yeah, move on to just, the next thing sometimes. Exactly. Really so you just need to be consistent, keep putting out good stuff, keep playing good gigs. Yeah, show where you're around your committed band. Keep keep just keep the train going, man. Yeah. Yeah, but obviously, I, I mean, in terms of sort of music and then uh, people's interests, what about your interests? What uh, so who's on your turntable, as it were? Then musically, I just kind of split between either like obscene like brutal death metal, yeah. or just like twinkly side boy midwest emo rock type stuff, <laughs> or just like dumb like techno songs from TikTok and things. Man. Anything that's like a little earworm. So the past few days, obviously, I've been listening to like bands like Petriti, like Reputation, yeah. bands like Texas with Reason, uh, American Football, and just like. Scooter and other hardstyle bands like noise kicking things and just stupid like internet songs like TikTok like fucking like psycho and things. Anything's like, on a on a rotation, man. On yeah. A rotation. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just mentioned oh, sort of final point then, just in terms of, of here uh, and uh, and Techfest. Were you sort of aware of Techfest? Have you been aware of it for quite some time then over the years? Yeah. It, you know, it's had that sort of scene of bands from sort of like technical sort of like Art Spire came in 2018. Yeah. That was just magnificent. And then Velvet in your last night, and then like again, you know, that sort of slimy and brutal death metal. There's, there's space for it here, and we love it. I'm glad, man. I'm glad to hear. Like, <laughs> hopefully, we reach some new people here, and it's amazing to play because I've I've been aware of it since its kind of inception. I have friends that work here, and I've known loads of bands that've gone to play in fest. Yeah. But since I kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, since I know people involved in it, you don't really grasp the big how big scope it is. Yeah. So when you see it like grow year and year and year, and it's like 
goes from like two days to three days to yeah, four yeah. days then the bands get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. they're like oh wait a minute this is actually fucking pretty insane yeah, and yeah. now I'm here I'm like holy fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe this is this size yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so it's going to be amazing to play it's great to see the longevity of the festival as well because yeah. obviously especially in UK how fuck like scene is like festivals pop up and go all the time yeah. so it's have like a kind of institution thing for extreme music yes that's kind of catering to well obviously extreme music and I've seen like this town needs gun or TDNG play here before so yeah. everything has a space there and there's like a diverse audience or yes. kind of a lot of these things happen is what like the UK scene it really needs yeah definitely definitely and that long may it remain as well definitely, definitely. Hey, Chris, we shall call it there I really appreciate you taking the time out to chat that's good thank you very and, much for having uh, me on hey, certainly looking forward to uh, to the, the gig later definitely. and we will be meeting up again uh, I have no doubt at Bloodstock oh, fuck yeah, mate. As well. yeah. and maybe even at the Key Club in Leeds on a Gua gig as well even I, better man I'm definitely going to be there to get covered in uh, blood <laughs> spunk and guts yeah. <laughs> I can't wait man it sounds like a good night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds like that's, a good that's all I want like. <laughs> indeed cheers man appreciate yeah. it